Welcome to episode seven of the Tales of Enelis. I'm Dr. E.J. Kane, your player and game master here, continuing our story with Thorfinn Asbjornsson and his friend Alphys Casper. Their last time we left them, they have just climbed over the wall of the brigand stronghold deep in the Orc Woods, a few days north of the village of Elkwood. Thorfinn was able to track the brigands to their location, but we learned that many of the brigands had left whether they went to strike at Elkwood, I certainly hope not, or did they go to harass another village for tribute? We'll worry about that later. Right now, we know that the brigand camp is low on men. Many of the brigands are out. So this was a good opportunity for Thorfinn and Althus to sneak in and learn about their operation. At the end of last episode, they had just gotten over the wall, but the guards, they had heard something. So they're a little bit on notice. Maybe it's an animal, maybe something else. So the guards are, are patrolling a little bit, I think, more carefully. But Thorfinn and Alphys are able to get over the wall. They snuck in. And now we have to figure out what is this place? We know it's a stronghold of some kind. We established the big wooden palisade walls of tall tree trunks that have been lashed together. But what's inside of the, the courtyard of this place? I'm imagining there's a number of, of sort of crudely built buildings, but is it built around a, a ruin of some kind? Is there some sort of uh, ancient structure they are using as the base of operations and built the palisade wall around it? I think that's likely. These are, these are bandits. These are opportunists. They aren't, they aren't builders. They steal from people. So I think this is very likely. Uh, I'm going to roll. Oh, before I do that, uh, the chaos factor, I think I'm going to keep at five. It's kind of average. I think we had a sort of a mixed bag last last session, and I was doing a horrible job of tracking our scenes. I hope to do better this time. So I'm going to keep the chaos factor at five. I, like I said, I think this is likely that they built their stronghold over a ruin of some kind. 46. Yes. Yes. So there's an ancient structure of some kind built into the center of the palisade walls, maybe up against the side of a hill. Maybe there's a, an underground component to this place. Let's ask the Oracle on that. Uh, I'm gonna say 50-50. Is this a large above ground structure or is it an underground structure? I'm gonna say that it's likely that it's underground because I can't imagine there's a structure sticking up out of the ground that would have gone unnoticed for long. So, because I just think that's more likely. 37, yes. So there's an old ancient structure of some kind that goes into the underground, a, a dungeon. All right, so we know there's a larger dungeon that the brigands are operating out of, but who made the ancient structure? This region of the world has had a lot of powers that came and went over the years. Is it an ancient Naradri structure? Is it an ancient Jotun giant structure from way back in the day? Or is it even an elven structure? or a dwarven structure? These are good questions. Um, I think it's likely it's one of those four, so I'm just gonna roll a d20. And from lowest to highest, we'll say giant, dwarf, elf, or Naradri. Okay, that is a 12, so I will say that that is an elven structure. Interesting. The elves didn't expand much into this region, so I think this is sort of a special structure of some kind. Uh, what the elves were doing here back in the ancient days, who can say? So I think Thorfinn and Althus are looking at the camp, and there's a few 
wooden buildings, uh, a number of wooden buildings surrounding the place uh, for the guards and for perhaps a little blacksmith area, a little smithy, um, some storage buildings. And then there's this ruin of an elven structure. I think it's it's was once beautiful white marble with these curved structures and arches and a very Art Nouveau style of, of nature themes. But now it is ruined and weathered by time. Since it's spring, there's a lot of vines covering the structure, hiding most of the stone, but the leaves haven't fully leafed out yet. So there's just a bunch of brown dried leaflets covering the structure in a clear entranceway, an arch that goes into the ruins of the structure and then perhaps leads down into some hidden underground vault of some kind. You see that? Who do you think made that? I don't know. Perhaps Elvin, if I had to guess. Yeah. Interesting. So I think Thorfinn and Althus see this structure and there's bandits patrolling around the area. Okay, I just had a thought. So Thorfinn and Althus are in the courtyard, and I'm sure there's a stables. We established they have many horses. So there's sort of a large stable up against the wall on the inside. Does Thorfinn and Althus notice that most of the horses are missing, and thus most of the brigands are out? I think it's uh, going to be a notice roll for Thorfinn. Yes. Look, Althus! The horses, they're gone. I see. What if they're attacking Elkwood? Yes, that would be quite unfortunate. But there's nothing we can do about it now. We're here. Yeah. Damn. And so I think now Thorfinn is worried about Elkwood. Haven't yet established whether that's where the brigands went. I'll roll that up when it becomes relevant. But I think now Thorfinn has this sort of in the back of his mind. He's worried about what's going on at Elkwood. But he stays at the task at hand. They're going to try to sneak, I think, into the elven structure, realizing that these outcropping buildings are, are largely, largely storage and stables and smithies, like I said. And so it looks like the elven ruin seems to be the main structure. If there is a leader of this camp, that is where they likely dwell. All right, I think this is gonna be another stealth roll for Thorfinn and Althus. Again, Althus is quite good at this, so we'll just roll for Thorfinn, who is the weak link. And uh, the guards, we said, were on notice. So I'm actually gonna roll a d6 for them, and this will be what we have to beat. Okay, that is a one. Okay. Um, not a critical failure. Well, a six on a second die. So <laughs> the guards are, I think, I think after the initial sound, the guards became a little more lax and kind of think it's just an animal. But there's still an opportunity for Thorfinn to completely fail his stealth roll here and somehow get a critical miss. Nope, we got an exploder. All right, that's nine. He definitely is able to sneak in towards the elven ruin with Althus. And they come to the archway. What are some of the traits of this location? Let's get, let's get a description of this sort of entry chamber of the elven, of the elven ruin. Freely forlorn. So as they enter the entranceway of the elven ruin, there's all this old, faded 
elven writing and pictographs and images, once were beautiful murals perhaps on the walls of this entrance chamber, now lost to time and ruin. A sad, forlorn feeling fills Thorfinn as he looks upon this, realizing the ravages of time eats everything in the end. All right, let's find the aspect and focus of this place. What was its purpose back when it was used by the elves? 16, ruined. Okay, well, that's its current state for sure. Environment, okay, it's a ruined environment. So I think we, we don't know what it was once used for. It's sort, of a, it's sort of a mystery to what it was once used for. So for the purposes of Iron Sworn domains and themes, I'm going to use Ancient and Fortified. Ancient from the Elves, Fortified because of who lives here, and then a domain is gonna be both a stronghold and an underkeep. So we're gonna be rolling, it's a, it's a very complex place, an Ancient, Fortified, Underkeep, Stronghold. Sure. All right, let's find out the challenge rank of this delve. 89, extreme, okay. I think this place is massive. There's a huge underground structure and I don't think the brigands are using all of it. Maybe they are, maybe there's some powerful denizen down here. I don't know. Let's delve the depths in our first rule here. I think they are certainly moving with stealth. They know they are trying to keep hidden here. So I'm gonna roll a stealth roll again for Thorfinn, our main protagonist. Uh, that is a five. So that is a weak hit. That's a success, it's a weak hit. Quick side note, that's supposed to be a minus one when converting from Savage Worlds rolls to two Iron Sworn rolls. Whoops. All right, so we have a weak hit. We're gonna roll on this table for shadow as we are sneaking our way along. It's a 50. Mark progress, okay. So they mark progress, which is half a box. We have a long way to go in this journey. All right, the first thing we're gonna roll on here is a fortified stronghold feature. What do they come across? 51, barracks or common quarters? Okay, are there currently brigands in this barracks? I think they, they made a makeshift sort of barracks deeper in the, the ruined structure itself. They, they probably have a smaller one for the guards outside, and this is sort of their main sleeping quarters. I think it's likely that there are brigands here. It's middle of the night, they're probably sleeping. I think this is very likely. 89, no. Okay, well, this makes their task a lot easier. So they're able to sneak through. They come across a, maybe a room, a corridor off to their side where sort of an archway, another one of these beautiful curved elven archways opens up to a large chamber where they see a bunch of a torches lit on the wall flickering away. And they see a bunch of, they see a bunch of bed rolls and crude beds sort of stacked up against the walls in the room. Maybe even some light snoring. And so they know that off to their side is this barracks, but they don't have to go through it. They're able to push forward and ignore the brigands and go deeper down into this complex under the ground. All right, delving the depths again. Another stealth roll. They are trying to stay hidden. Uh, five, another weak hit. 
What do we get on the shadow? Again, minus one, sorry, it's a four. Uh, 23, mark progress and reveal a danger. All right, we have one box filled up on our extreme delve here. All right. Revealing a danger. 95, roll twice on the table. Oh my God, there are two, two dangers. 17, denizens converge on the area. Okay, so brigands are coming towards them. What is the other danger in this place? 27, there's a trap. Okay, so Thorfinn and Alphys are coming into another chamber. There's a trap hidden in the room and there are brigands coming towards them. What is the nature of this trap? Using the tables from Delve. 37, imitate, 16, projectile, imitate projectile, imitate projectile. I don't think it's a real projectile. It's supposed to imitate one. So I think it's some sort of crude trap that the brigands set up to alert them in case anybody came down here. There's probably just a, a thin rope there's probably just a thin strand stretched up over the entranceway to the room. And when somebody trips it, it pulls on a lever that throws a bunch of sticks that rattle into the room, just to alert people of what's going on, throws some imitated projectiles. And so do they notice the trap before they walk into it? Both Alphys and Thorfinn have the same notice. So we're on a D6 here with a wild die. Four, barely a success. So they, so just as they are about to step into the room, Alphys puts his hand out. Wait, look there. And they look down. Alphys points to a thin, tiny strand stretched out over the doorway. Oh, by Hethros beard. Yes, they almost blundered right into it. And that I think is when they hear the sound of brigands coming around. Are they coming from behind them? Or are they coming from in front of them? I think it's 50-50. What, what, what is that? 20, I, behind them. Okay, and so they hear the sound of the brigands coming behind them. And this is gonna be a face danger. We're gonna have to make an agility roll to see if they're able to quickly move through this room, stepping over the wire where the trap is and trying to get to the next chamber before these brigands come up behind them. That is a exploding die, six, seven, eight. Minus one is a seven. So that is a sweet hit. So they succeed, but there's a troublesome cost. What is the nature of that cost? I think there's so much in a hurry that they have a chance of injuring themselves. I think there's some, as they're coming around the corner, they get through the room quickly, they're coming around the corner, and there's a few haphazardly spears and, and other pole arms pointing up and they're coming around the corner and there's a chance they might cut themselves on it. So Thorfinn, I'm actually gonna have roll, I'm gonna roll damage and see if he gets over his toughness. 2d6 damage here, five, does not get over his toughness. So I think he just barely is able to move out of the way, but he almost gets cut by this blade that's sticking out. Be careful. Yes, thanks for that. And they continue forward, delving the depths. Okay, we're on the next delve roll. Again, I think they are using, for this roll, I think they're using haste. They're trying to get away from these brigands that are behind them. So we're gonna roll an athletics this time to see if they're able to move with haste. 
That is a five, minus one again is a four. That is a weak hit. So we're gonna roll on the edge table for Delve the Depths and we get a 97. Mark progress twice and reveal a danger. So now we have two of our 10 boxes filled in for exploring this ruin and, and let's reveal a danger. 48, encounter a hostile denizen. Okay, what is the nature of the denizen that they encounter? Is it a brigand or is it something else? I think it's likely that it's brigands. They're sort of moving through these tunnels. So let's roll 34. Yes, there are brigands. How strong is this encounter? Uh, weaker. So I think there's only one. I think there's only one brigand that they're going to come across as they're as they're moving through the corridors. They're moving at speed, so they're not being quite as stealthy. And I think they, they come into a room and there's a, a brigand who's who's sort of walking through and, and, and sees them. I, I, don't, I don't think there's any chance of stealth here. They see Thorfinn and immediately know something is wrong. So we are going to enter combat. All right, we have a combat. I rolled randomly. It is a 10. The brigand is 10 squares away, so that's 20 yards down the corridor from Alphys and Thorfinn, and they just sort of see each other immediately, and the brigand draws his blade. You there! Drawing cards, we have Thorfinn on kings, we got Alphys on sevens, and we got the brigand on sevens as well. Alphys is on spades, so he goes before the brigand. This is this is good. Okay, I think Thorfinn draws his, his, his axe, and he kind of moves forward, beckoning the brigand to come. Come and get me! And so he just sort of closes some of the distance between him and the brigand. We get to Alphys. Alphys, I think, draws his short bow and is going to take a shot at the brigand. We're on D6s here. Uh, that's a five. Um, that is within close range, so that is a hit. I think given the corridor here, I'm gonna give a minus one to that. So it's actually gonna be a four, which is barely a hit with close range. So, Rolling damage, 2d6, 3, that is not higher than the brigand's toughness. So, that is going to miss. So the arrow just ricochets off the corridor of the stone. The brigand draws his blade, and he charges in at Thorfinn. And he is going to roll d6 for an attack, fighting, 1 on the die, that is a miss. And as he comes in at Thorfinn, Thorfinn's able to whoosh, dodge to the side as his blade slices, slices at him. All right, next round. Thorfinn's on six, Alphys is on five, and the Brigand is on three. Well, just like last round, Thorfinn's going first. He's got his axe at the ready. Yeah, hacks into the Brigand with his axe. D6 fighting. That is a six on one of the die, explodes to a nine. That is definitely higher than the bandit's parry of five. So that is an extra D6 of damage, rolling three D6 damage here. Oh, ones, oh, ones, that is three damage. That does not go through his toughness of six, so he takes nothing. He's just a, he thinks he's got this great hit on the bandit, the bandit needs to sideswept it and parries a little bit at the axe and knocks it to the side, just sort of grazes weakly against the side of the bandit. 
Moving on to Alphys, now, now that Thorfinn and the Brigand are engaged in melee, there's a chance that Alphys will hit, there's a chance that Alphys will hit his friends. So I think he's being careful. He's going to, he's going to draw his knife and charge in at the bandit. He's rolling a fighting of d6 as well. That is a four, plus one from ganging up. It says there's two of them. So that is a five, which is just barely enough to hit the bandit's parry of five. So that is going to be a D4 for the knife, plus Alphys' strength of a D6. That is an exploder on the four. That is seven plus three is 10 damage to the bandit, whose toughness is six. So that is a hit with a raise. So the bandit is wounded and goes down. So while Thorfinn and the bandit are engaged in melee, hacking at each other, trying to hit each other. I think Alphys sort of comes in from the side, and, yeah, gets his knife right into the side of the bandit. Yeah, ah, yeah, falls to the ground, the bandit's clutching the wound on the side of him. And that is the end of combat. Thorfinn and Alphys now standing over this dead bandit, blood bleeding over the corridors. They realize if any brigands, like perhaps the ones that were behind them, come across this body, the jig is up. They're gonna know that someone has infiltrated the fortress. Thorfinn looks to Alphys. <sighs> what do we do now? I don't know. This is not good. They'll know we're here. Yes, we should go. Come on, let's move quickly. And so they know they're running out of time, but they gotta get deeper into this place, find out who's behind the brigands, who's controlling them. And so they move forward again with haste. They are going to delve again. Making another athletics roll. We've got a three minus one is a two. We haven't used any bennies yet, so I'm going to use our first Benny and re-roll that, come on. There we go, we got an exploding six. That is 11, that is minus one, 10. That is a success with a raise. We have a, we have a strong hit. So we mark progress and find an opportunity. So we're at two and a half boxes on our delve and we have an opportunity. Thank goodness, because they could use one. What is the nature of the opportunity? 27, an aspect of the history or nature of this place is revealed. I'm gonna roll on the aspect and focus charts of Delve. That is 52, isolated, 35, trail, isolated trail. Okay, I think they find an alternate corridor. I think they've come to a, a room that has a number of branching corridors. They're like deeper in the complex, the Elven complex underground, and there's all these branching corridors connect to this sort of this hub room that connects to the, the main corridor that goes up back to the surface. And I think one of the corridors is, is darker and dustier, and I can kind of tell it's less used than perhaps the, the main corridors the brigands have been using. Look, over there! We can go this way! Yes, lead the way! And so Alphys and Thorfinn go down this dark corridor. And now that they're leaving the, the main corridors that the brigands have been using, I think it's it's dark. There's the few torches that the brigands had put up to sort of light their way aren't down this dark corridor. It's dark and dangerous. And they're going to have to light their own torch and take the risk of being seen. And so Thorfinn takes a moment to light up a torch. 
they lead on? What do they find? What is the feature of this place? Because they went off, I'm going to roll on the ancient underkeep portion of this. Carved passages. Okay, so the corridor they are following has all of these intricately carved elven runes along the walls. And as the torchlight flickers in the darkness, they see these strange symbols. And down here, the, the ravages of time have not been so severe, so they actually can somewhat see the makeup of these symbols and sigils and the, the writing and perhaps the pictographs that are depicted in these ancient, in these ancient writings upon the wall. Thorfinn turns to Alphys. Look, ancient elven writing. I wonder what it means. Can either of them read the ancient writing? I think it's highly unlikely. Thorfinn, I think that's a straight no. Alphys, maybe. He, he spent some time in the city. It's possible he picked up some ancient elven. I'm gonna say, I'm gonna say this is nearly impossible. Before I do that, I'm gonna increase our chaos factor to six because, because things have not been going quite so well for the pair. All right, chaos factor six, nearly impossible, 25% chance that Alphys knows some elven. 38, nope. So Alphys looks at the writing. I don't understand what it means, but it is quite interesting. It is a shame that neither of us can read it. The ancients had a beautiful writing. Indeed. And so they continue on, unable to make any sense of the pictographs or writing. Let's continue our delve. They're delving the depths. Now that they feel they are safe, or at least more safe from the brigands, they're going to move slower. They can't really stealth much with the torch, so I'm going to say they're using their, their observation and expertise, taking things slowly as they get deeper into this complex. So we're going to be rolling wits, which for Savage Worlds is going to be is going to be using their notice. I'm gonna roll Thorfinn's D6 notice here. That is a five, minus one is four, and that is a weak hit. Rolling on the table for wits, we get 56. Choose one, mark progress or find an opportunity. I would really like to find an opportunity as much as I would like to make progress, but I'm gonna, I'm gonna roll a die, we'll take 50-50 on this. Uh, mark progress. Okay, so they don't find an opportunity, but they do mark progress. So they're getting deeper into the complex, closer to finding who's in charge of the brigands. So that is three boxes out of our ten in our delve. What is the feature of this place? Again, going to be rolling on ancient underkeep. 74, a rough-hewn cavern. Okay, as they are going deeper into the Alvin complex, I think there's a break in the corridor and they come into a natural cavern, glistening from their torchlight as silicates in the stone reflect off their light. And they see a much larger cavern in front of them with perhaps the sound of fleeting bats scared by their torchlight. They're in a natural cavern. Maybe this hooks up to another way out. We'll find out. Let's find out more about this cavern. Collapsed corruption. I think the, I think a large part of this cavern is caved in. There's broken stones tumbling, a pile of rubble on one end of the cavern. So the natural beauty of the cavern has been somewhat corrupted by this, this cave-in. And 
I think that kind of tells us there is no way out. Perhaps these poor bats came in here when it was open and now they live here, they're stuck. All right, continuing on with our delve using our notice. Oh no, two! I think it's time to use another Benny because I would like them to find something, make some progress. So I'm gonna re-roll that. There we go, six and two, that is an eight. Minus one is seven, so that is still a weak hit, unfortunately. So rolling on the wits chart for the Dell 55. Mark progress, okay, well that's good. So we are at three and a half boxes of our 10 in our delve, and we come across something interesting, a feature. 52, a hall or chamber. Okay, what is interesting about this hall or chamber? Decaying prisoner. Okay, so I think they, they got out of the natural caverns, they found the, the old ancient masonry passages of the of the elven structure and they come across an old dungeon there's a a series of a series of ancient cells are there any remnants of prisoners left behind in the ancient days i mean at this point it's probably been thousands of years so i'm gonna say so i'm gonna say impossible 93 extreme no okay so in fact, I think each of these cells are empty. There's no sign that, that, there's no sign at the collapse of this place that there was anyone here. There's nothing left behind. So they come across a series of these empty cells. Wouldn't want to be stuck down here. No, me neither. I've seen my fair share of jail cells and this would be one of the worst. Thorfinn just kind of smiles wryly at his friend as they continue on. Delving the depths again. We got a six, five, 11, minus one is 10. That is a strong hit. We are delving deeper, marking progress and finding an opportunity. We are at four out of 10 boxes and finding an opportunity. 61, a clue offers insight or direction. A clue offers insight or direction. What is the nature of this clue? Punish defense. Oh, I've got it. So as so as Thorfinn and Althus are coming down through this corridor, they see a flicker of light up ahead. They're coming back to the inhabited portions of the ruin for the brigands. And they see the brigands dragging someone down the corridor. Someone who's bound up and tied up. And he's he's protesting. It's not fair! This wasn't fair! I had no part of this! The brigand they're dragging was insubordinate. He was doing a poor job of guarding, guarding the palisade walls. Perhaps he is even a traitor to the bandits. We don't know, but he's being dragged along. The sound of his protests are echoing down the halls ahead of them. It's not fair! This wasn't fair! I wonder who that is. Yes, it seems the brigands have maybe a mutiny among them, or at least one insubordinate. Yes. Perhaps he could be an ally in our efforts. Maybe, maybe, but it would be quite a risk. Perhaps we should take advantage of the commotion and sneak along. Yes, that would be wise. And so Thorfinn is going to continue on 
delving the depths. I don't think he's going to... So I think Thorfinn takes note of this opportunity. I think he's going to follow them, actually. I think he wants information. That's why they're here. And if there is a brigand who is defected, perhaps they could get information from him. So I think they're going to... He's going to snuff his torch, and they're going to quietly follow the sounds of this protest. Apparently, they're not using the cells, the ancient cells that we just passed, so they must have their own place to tie people up, their own torture chamber or dungeon of some kind. And so they're going to follow the sounds of this protesting guard. So for this next delve, we're going to roll on stealth. They're going to be sneaking along. A three! Oh, that minus one is a two. That'll be a fail. I can't let them fail. I don't want to reveal them. So I'm going to use my last Benny of the session. The last Benny of the session to re-roll. Oh, come on. We need this. We need it. Six. That's what I'm talking about. That's a nine minus one is an eight. That is a success with a raise. We are going to mark progress and find an opportunity again. Another so that's another half box. We are at four and a half boxes or delve about halfway in this ruin and they have an opportunity. I'm not even going to roll. I know what the opportunity is. They come across, they're following the sounds, staying well behind in the shadows as they're following the sounds of this protesting brigand. It's not fair. This isn't how we do things. And he's just protesting in anger. And I think, I think the, the guys dragging him are just ignoring him as they're dragging him. And they put him into some sort of side chamber, uh, maybe an old... Yeah, what's the nature of this chamber they're putting him in? Okay, so it's another carved passage. So I think there's some sort of... Uh, a crumbled passage that dead ends, and they put up some... Uh, there's some storage crates back here, but there's also a, an iron spike in the wall that they can tie this prisoner to. So they're going to tie him up and then they walk away as Thorfinn and Alphys stay back in the shadows. After the brigands move on, Thorfinn and Alphys come out of this, come out of their hiding. They quietly approach the brigand who is tied up. So who is this guy? Let's find out. I think it's most likely he's human. He is. Is he a northerner, a Naradri? Is he from the south? He is a Naradri, so he is much like much like our friend Thorfinn. And let's get some traits of this new character. Let's find out what his role was before he became a brigand. 91. Uh, he was a traitor. Okay. Perhaps a traitor in more ways than one. So he was a traitor. So he, he used to trade in this region. Um, and then he somehow fell in line with these, these brigands. So what is his goal? 53, to collect a debt. Interesting. So what is a descriptor for this guy? 22, he's successful. He's a successful trader. What is he doing with these brigands? He's generous. Okay, successful trader who's generous. Why is he here? Okay, I have no idea why he's here. Did he try to infiltrate the brigands to get something back? Did they take something from him? And he wanted to get it back? Essentially collect the debt? I'm gonna say this is likely. I think this is why he's here. Chaos Factor's still at six. 
Before I roll this, I'm gonna lower our chaos factor down to five. We've actually had some success here. 18. Not quite an extreme yes, but it is yes. So this guy came here to collect something from the brigands, something they had taken from him. He was a successful trader, perhaps his caravan. Uh, yes, his caravan was along the roads and the, the brigands came across him and, and took, took things. Did they steal from them or did they raid them and kill and pillage? I think it's likely this is their sort of their nature. No, they just robbed them. Okay, so he was robbed from something that was important to him. And perhaps this happened a year ago and he found out who did it, where they were operating from, and he was able to infiltrate, join them, pretending to be somebody else. And now he's been caught. He was caught snooping around. He was supposed to be on guard duty, but instead he was snooping around trying to find this item. What is the nature of this item he is searching for? Okay, rolling on the objects elements table from version two of the Mythic GM emulator. 44. Harmful. Okay, it's harmful, whatever it is. 61. Modern. Well, that's relative. Is it magical? Is it a harmful magical relic that he doesn't want to get into the wrong hands? I think that's likely. I think that's... He's generous, so I think he's a good-natured person, so he's, he's worried about this getting in the wrong hands. He's trying to take it back. That is a 64 on 65, just barely a yes. I don't think he fully understands how dangerous it is, but he knows that there's some magical item that could be dangerous in the wrong hands. Interesting. I'm going to roll on the magic item description so maybe we get some sense about what this item might be. 21, damage. So it causes some sort of damage. 80. Safety. Damage to safety. Perhaps this item can be used to, to ruin the defenses of villages. Maybe it's some sort of powerful tool that can take down walls. Maybe the brigands are going to use this on Elkwood. <laughs> All right. I am starting to get scared for Elkwood. What is the name of this Naradri traitor? I mean that with a D, not a T, because we know he was a traitor. 98, Gunbjorn. Okay, so we have our new traitor, Gunbjorn. So Thorfinn and Alphys are slowly approaching this guy who's tied up and attached to this iron spike sticking out of the wall, slowly moving out of the shadows. And this is where we will end our episode. Tune in next time where Thorfinn and Alphys will speak with this generous trader and learn about the nature of this item he's searching for. Thank you all for listening and have a wonderful day.